Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. <laughs> And welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Folks, it's that time of year again. The most wonderful time of the year. You're, you're singing that to reference flu season? Well, yeah, it's a time where we, we all get to uh, take control of our health and uh, do something good for ourselves, but also those around us that we, that we care about and uh, get our flu shots. Yes, I would venture to say that it's not it's not wonderful that we like have flu season, but getting a flu shot is the best way to deal with a bad situation. How about that? We don't have flu season unless we have a deep understanding Mm -hmm. of influenza, how it works, how it migrates, predicting it. There's uh, thousands upon tens of thousands of millions of man hours of research that have had to go into those advancements and that understanding of that technology. That is true. So and I think it's cause worth celebrating. I, I do think that we can celebrate that flu shots exist while simultaneously bemoaning the fact that flu season exists. Fair I think enough. that's fine. I'll grant you that. Uh, but it is flu shot season. Mm-hmm. Flu season, but I take the optimistic view and call it flu shot season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just got ours this week, which is actually a little late for us. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of busy with... It was last week, actually. Last but yes. week, actually. But yes, it's been it's been busy here. It's been a busy few weeks. We got our, our shots. Which is a bad excuse, by the way. Nope. Bad a, excuse. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about uh, on this week's episode. Rather than t- telling you as much about the history, which uh, we have done an episode on influenza, if you want uh, that, um, which we could probably return to. It's a big topic. There's sure, probably more sure. meat on that proverbial bone. But this week, we're going to be, uh, we asked you all on Twitter to tell us why you haven't gotten your flu shot yet. Um, because we wanted to give an all-encompassing, comprehensive, excuse-exterminating episode about I, your flu shot. That is not the way I'm looking at it. Justin can look at it that way. As as a physician, I feel like part of my job is to address concerns. Mm. And that's what I was looking at these emails as. These are, you have not gotten your flu shot. Aside from the, by the way, thank you for the giant response. Yeah. Hundreds of emails. Thank you all. Which is wonderful that that you're all um, responding and interested and that you'll take the time to write to us. That is a little worrisome because that means these are all people who haven't gotten flu shots. Yeah, not great. But but that being said, we do appreciate the response. And I, I have eliminated all of the responses that were just like, I haven't yet, but I'm going to. Right. So thank you if you're planning on it and you just haven't yet. 
I don't really have anything to say. Also, go do that. Don't email a a podcast and say, I'm going to get it soon. Go Just go get it and don't email. I I read every email and a lot of people were like, my work is coming to or they're coming to my work next week to give them. I have an appointment with my doctor in two weeks. I'm getting it then. Like a lot of people had reasons that they specifically have a date in mind. And that's the most important thing. I think you could. um, And we're going to make this comparison a lot, I think. Uh. It's like the best way to make sure that you'll vote is if you have a plan mm-hmm. when and how and where and all that stuff. Uh, it's true for flu shots, too. If you know exactly when you're going to get it and you just haven't done it yet because that moment hasn't arrived, that's that's a little more comforting. But a lot of you had reasons that I think we can address because yes. I consider them concerns, not yes. excuses, concerns. Yes. Um, first of all, Justin. I'm going to stick with excuses. <clears throat> My dad was kind of a bad boy, shock jock type. Mm-hmm. So excuse exterminating has a lot more heat than addressing concerns. You understand? Well, yes, but I'm a doctor. The alliteration, so. the power in right. that X, a two X's, EX, EX, yeah. I, wa- I want to address concerns. I, Justin, you and I got our flu shots at different places. I thought it would be helpful because a lot of the, and I'm generalizing, We I read every email, but there were literally hundreds. So I'm generalizing the, the comments into like a lot of people said this. Uh, as opposed to naming every single person who said it. So um, a lot of people just simply said, I don't know how or where or what that is. I like I don't I know people get flu shots. I know they're out there. I wouldn't even know how to engage with that process. So I thought a good thing to start with would be just explaining what the flu shot is and what the process of getting a flu shot is, because that addresses a lot of concerns, I think. Yes. Um, First of all, the the flu shot is what we or flu jab. I have learned jab the jab mm-hmm. is that the, the in the UK? UK jab yeah a lot of places in the world it's the jab uh, either way the the it's the influenza vaccine and it is a vaccine just like all the other vaccines that a lot of people in their emails admitted they were happy to get when they were younger and encouraged their children to get and their family members to get it is a vaccine just like those other vaccines I think uh, what people get concerned about is that the flu vaccine is something you get every single year And there's a lot of talk about whether or not it works. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so some insight into how they do that, I thought, might be helpful. So every year, early, early in like early this 2018, back in probably January and February, a lot of scientists were spending a lot of time figuring out what strains of flu virus were out there. What strains of flu virus people were getting. Uh, they can check pigs. They can check chickens. That's where flu viruses come from. That's why we call them things like avian flu or swine flu because they come from birds and pigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check all these different places to kind of see which strains of flu seem to be most popular. And that's what we base next year's flu vaccine on because those are the most prominent strains out in the community. Now, obviously, that means they can't cover every single strain. It would be impossible. So you make a vaccine out of the most common strains that are out there circulating. It's usually uh, either a trivalent or quadrivalent vaccine, and that means either three or four strains. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's usually two strains of A flu and one strain of B flu or two of A and two of B. That makes sense? Yeah. And if you hear, by the way, I thought this was interesting. You know how we talk about H and N, H1, N2, H... 17 and 10 all these different you know have you heard that do you know Mm -hmm. what that references Mm, no 
Okay. I, I thought this might be helpful to understand what we're talking about. That's Those are all referencing specific strains of flu, and they're based on two proteins that are on out on the outside of the virus, two little things that kind of stick off the outside of the virus called hemagglutinin and neuraminidase, HN. That's where those come from. And the reason those are important is that that's what we target. Those are those are the things our antibodies can latch on to and like kill the virus. So we need those HN things to decide, hey, these HNs are circulating the most. Let's make vaccines that will help you make antibodies to those HNs. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. That's where that comes from. Yes. Uh, when you want to get a flu shot, I went to my office where I work. So that's easy so for me. So if you're a physician, you can go to your place of business and get a flu well, shot. Well, yes, but this is also where uh, we go for primary care, where our family doctor works. And it is this easy, and this is true at a lot of places. I went up to the front desk and said, hi. I didn't have to say my name because they knew me, but let's say I did. Hi, my name is Sydney McRoy. Here are my two children, and we would like to get flu shots. Mm-hmm. And they said, great. And they signed me in, and then they took me back into a room, and then they gave us flu shots. No appointment needed. Yep. That's true a lot of places. Yep. It's that simple. Justin, where'd you go? I went to CVS. And what'd you do? Over on 20th Street, if you want to get the same flu shot (laughs) as your podcasting hero, Justin McElroy, hit up that 20th Street CVS. And I went to the back of the pharmacy, Uh and I said, I don't even have, I never even filled a prescription there, but I was already there to get diapers, And, and I was like... I went to the back of the pharmacy. I went to the counter. I said, hey, can I get the flu shot? And it was literally five minutes later. I filled out a form and then it said I didn't have any allergies to stuff. And then I gave them the form back and they walked me over and gave me the shot. Yes. Ours uh, at the office was covered by our insurance. So we were very lucky in that regard. So we didn't pay anything for it. Justin, how much did it cost you? We're getting into some of the questions that people, we're getting into okay. some excuses. Right. We should hold off. All right. We should hold off. You're getting ahead of yourself. All right. Well, what's excuse number one? Excuse number one, Sydney, that we heard from people is, I am afraid of needles. By far. Next to, I just haven't yet, this was the biggest reason people haven't gotten their flu shot. I get it. I feel you. I used to be very afraid of needles. Then I went to med school where they make you get lots of shots, and I eventually got over it um, just because I had to. It was either that or kind of give up my career path, and I wanted to be a doctor. So that was it. Uh, Here's what I can say. I, I can't tell you, don't be afraid of needles. Sure. You're, you're still going to be afraid of needles. Um, I will tell you that getting the flu can be way worse than a shot. Uh, and I can also tell you that there is this year it is approved to use the nasal spray flu vaccine. Now, there are some other things that come with that that we'll get into. But there is a nasally administrator nasally administered spray influenza vaccine that you can get this year. Now, could it be more expensive? Maybe. And do they always have it at every place? No, I, you know, there are some offices, like I don't even know if our office had it necessarily Mm -hmm. um, because the flu shot's just easier to stock for everybody and you can give it to a wider variety of people. There are some other restrictions that come because the nasally administered vaccine is a live virus, live, but can't get you sick, but still live virus. So there's some other precautions. Um, So there is a spray. So if you absolutely can't bring yourself to get a shot, you can still be vaccinated against the flu. Uh, I will also say that, I, whatever they use for the flu shot is a very small gauge needle. Mm-hmm. I rarely felt it. Our baby is eight months old and she didn't cry. Cooper no. didn't cry when she got the shot. It's like, it's an unreasonable fear because trust me, this shot does not hurt and you will be fine. If you do get the shot and it gets really bad, they'll have to put in like 
lines and stuff. They're going to give you IVs and stuff like that, which is like huge needles that stick in your arm. And ugh, can you imagine? IVs are way worse. Blood draws are worse. The Tdap is worse. If you've ever gotten a tetanus shot, it's this is nowhere near the tetanus shot. Uh, you know, uh, if you've ever had to have a tuberculosis test, that's way worse. You like, barely even feel it. This it, is this is, is among the, the lesser painful. And it really like promise yourself a treat. If I can get through this. I get a treat. Uh, get a treat. <laughs> Promise yourself a treat. You can do this. I believe in you. Uh, number two, I can't afford it. Okay. Now, as I said, we were lucky because our insurance covered the flu vaccine. Right. Justin, how much did it cost you at CVS? Zero, because they have my prescription card. I gave my prescription card. Okay. So covered you might be you might be in a situation where a pharmacy or your doctor's office it will still be free. Now, maybe you're not. Maybe you don't have insurance. Important. I didn't get a referral or anything. I just like I was filling a prescription there. I gave them my insurance card, and they and they. Sure. Uh, a lot of pharmacies will cut deals, so it might still cost you something, but it may not be as expensive. I know there were some places advertising $5 flu shots, so it can be pretty cheap. The other thing to check into is your local health department. At our Cabell County Health Department, they are $0. They are free. So check your local health department. They may have absolutely 100% free flu shots for you to go get even if they don't do uh adults for free most every health department i think does free kid or kids and elderly people yes from what i was reading so so check your local health department you might be able to get a shot completely for free um that is absolutely worth checking out number three uh i heard a better shot comes out later in the season oh uh, wait uh, can i make another point yes if you don't have insurance uh getting the flu if it got really serious would be monumentally more expensive uh, to have to go and be hospitalized for, to be treated for the flu. That is it. That's a great thing to to consider. The alternative. The alternative is, is you, that you might get the flu. I you, mean, you might anyway, but you might get the flu. Uh, to say nothing of missing days of work, uh, you know, that's definitely going to cost you more than thirty to thirty five bucks. So I, I think it, you are insuring yourself. I think uh, buying yourself a little bit of peace of mind. Also, uh, Planned Parenthood gives flu shots. Oh, okay. So. There you go. There's another place that you can go get a flu shot. Planned Parenthood. Uh, what's our next one? Uh, I heard a better shot comes out later in the season. Okay. Generally speaking, we only come out with one flu vaccine per season. Um, there, Like I said, there might be like a three-strain version and a four-strain version and a nasal spray version versus a shot or a higher dose one for older people. But generally, it's all the same flu shot that comes out once a season. In weird years, like the year we had the H1N1 outbreak that was like in April, we did end up coming out with that vaccine later, but that was in response to a new strain that it wasn't replacing the old one. You still should have gotten the old one and then got the other one. Right. So don't wait. There's no better shot coming. Get the shot now. Uh, I wanted to save them for higher risk people slash a concern about shortage. A lot of people were, I think, had this altruistic thought that like i i don't want to get it because i'm healthy and so there are people who need it more younger people older people people who have you know illness that kind of thing and i i understand that there have been years where there have been shortages by and large that doesn't happen that's the number one thing by and large we have flu vaccine to spare uh so i i wouldn't put that high on your list of concerns and number two you are protecting those people by getting the shot yourself they are protected by herd immunity. So all those little kids that you're worried about, all the elderly people you're worried about, you're taking better care of them when you protect yourself as well. Because let's say that neither of you get the shot and then you get the flu. Now you're putting them at risk because you've got the flu. It's so herd immunity depends on healthy people getting the shot too. 
uh, I thought it was too early. A lot of people are concerned that that it wears off, and so you have to get it like at a certain time in the flu season, so it will last the whole flu season. And there have been a lot of studies to see like antibody titers and how they drop over time. And yes, it does. The your immunization against the flu does wear off over time. Generally speaking, though, it in most people will last the entire flu season if you get it as soon as it comes out. Uh, what we recommend is that if you haven't gotten it by October, go get your shot. I heard a lot of people ask about mid-November. There's no recommendations I could find that say mid-November. Everything, and the CDC will tell you, just get it. Just get it. If you're somewhere and they offer it and it's July, it's August, it's September, get your shot now. But get it by October. There's a two-week period that it takes to sort of incubate inside you, right? Yes. Get get moving. It takes about two weeks to build up effectiveness, and you don't know when flu season's going to start. There have been some cases of flu, sporadic cases already. So you don't know when it's going to kick in. You're better off just getting it when you got the chance. Uh, Let's see. It gave me the flu. The flu shot gave me the flu, I guess, in the past. So here's the truth about the flu shot. It cannot give you the flu. It's impossible. Unless. It's impossible. Unless. No, it's impossible. What about the nasal thing? The, so, in okay, the live virus vaccine, we do not recommend for people who are immunocompromised. So the nasal spray... For people who have um, certain conditions that make them immunodeficient, if you're on medications that can, you know, suppress your immune system because you've had like a transplanted organ or because you uh, are on um, chemotherapy, maybe, you know, for cancer. Uh, If you have something like HIV, your immune system may be compromised. And we don't recommend any live virus vaccines typically for people in an immunocompromised state. But the shot's fine. The shot is fine for everybody. You will not get the flu from the flu shot. It's impossible. It doesn't have the actual flu virus that can make you sick in it. It it just is not possible. So if you got sick after you got the flu shot, it wasn't the flu. It wasn't the flu shot. It was just bad luck. And we tend to associate those kinds of things more strongly because we hear about people getting sick from the flu shot. And so if we get sick after the flu shot, we remember like, oh, the flu shot made me sick. But it's, it's just an error of attribution. It was not the flu shot. Period. I promise you, it cannot, cannot, cannot give you the flu under any circumstances. Um, all right. We have about 21 more of these to get through after the break. We are going to, so we will pick up the pace considerably. It is going to be a lightning round. Some of these will be a lot faster. Some of these will be a lot faster. But first, uh, let's take a quick trip to the billing department. Let's go. Yeah, one of us has to say let's go. It's a superstition. Okay, thing. yeah. The medicines, the medicines that We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed. But we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat delicious meals right to your door. And not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From, from, from a, a box? 
pre-prepared. All I got at two minutes. I'm eating filet mignon. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, And the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. All right, are you ready, Sydney? Justin, hit me. The lightning round. Let's see, where do we leave off? Okay. Number seven. Uh, number seven. I have a cold slash bronchitis slash other mild illness. Okay, generally speaking, if you have some sort of mild uh, self-limited il- illness, you can still get the flu shot. If you have a fever, sometimes they'll discourage you and say, why don't you come back when you- when- <laughs> for, the, for more flu shot, right? No, really just like a fever, just like an elevate, like over one hundred point four temperature right. Fahrenheit. Like, have you heard this one? Yeah, I've heard it. Anyway, I got a, a Justin, fever. We're trying to move fast. <laughs> even if the you had that, Justin. Even if you had that fever, you probably still could get the shot. But uh, which fever? Barring a temperature over one hundred point four, you can be coughing, you can be snotty, you can be sneezing, you can still get that flu shot. It's okay. So there it is. Okay. If you want to wait, I mean, just make sure you come back. But you, this is not a reason that you can't. Number eight, it makes my arm sore slash makes me achy slash elevated temperature slash mild URI symptoms. I, the only answer I got to this is it's way worse to get the flu, everybody. It's, worse it's so flu. worse. To get the, I agree. It made my arm achy for about 24 hours, too. I, well, well, I agree. Ibuprofen was helpful. Ibuprofen was helpful. Uh, I think I think that uh, Cooper was a little more irritable that night, a little fussier. Yeah, and then she was fine the next day. I mean, really, like it, um, it, these are mild, self-limited, common symptoms that might come with the flu shot for about twenty-four hours, and that's it. And listen, mine didn't hurt at all. So I'm telling you, CVS on twentieth, they're they're gonna take care of you. I, I don't I was, know if they got great, better needles. I don't know. My shot, the shot didn't hurt. My arm was a little sore the next day. Yeah, that was about it. Uh, this one's tough. My parents haven't taken me, and I'm a minor. 
The best advice I can give you is, one, don't be afraid to advocate for your own health, whether that's to your parents or anybody else. So one thing you might want to do is just sit down and say, like, mom, dad, guardian, whoever is in charge of your health. Here's an episode of a podcast that I'm going to make (laughs) you listen to the entirety of. And this is really important to me. And I'm going to be making these decisions for myself someday. And this is a decision I'm going to be making. And I'd like you to respect that. And let me make that decision now. If they say no, they say no. Maybe play them this episode. Um, Maybe try to reassure them. Take them to the CDC website. Every question, concern that you guys have brought up, it's on the CDC's website and they answer them thoroughly. Um, Take you to your doctor and talk to them about it. Maybe have the doctor engage with them. That's a great idea. Make them a deal that you'll drop it if you'll listen, if they'll listen to the entirety of this episode. And hopefully we'll address whatever lingering concern is there uh, in their mind. You know, kids... You figure out how to get cigarettes. You figure out how to get pornography. You can do this, teens. Use Snapchat to get your flu vaccine. I don't know how just, it works. Just do it. And parents, if you're if your minor in your house has gotten you to listen to this episode because they want the flu shot, your your kid just wants a flu vaccine. That's a good kid you got. Yeah, it's a good. Think egg. of all the things kids do, and your kid just wants a flu vaccine. Good egg with Hear great taste in podcast. Uh, number ten. I never get sick. I, I get that. I don't I always say that, too, but I still get my flu vaccine because I don't want to get the flu. The The idea that because you've never gotten sick means you never will get sick. When I say it like that, I think you already know I, I, it's false logic. Right. I mean, I, there are lots of things I've never done that I recognize I'm still at risk for. I've never I've never been in a car accident. Thank goodness. But I still wear my seatbelt. Right. Exactly. To say nothing of the other people like that, you are helping to preserve. Like, even if you aren't necessarily, you know, if you can tough it out. I'm going to address that. Oh, good. All right. Well, I won't get ahead of myself. No, but yes. even And so even if it's not for you, what about everybody who does get sick? I know you know someone who has gotten sick. Here we go. I am not high risk, so I can handle the flu slash the flu is no big deal. Uh, Yes. So a lot of people have said, um, uh, you know, I want to save it for healthy people because, like, even if I get the flu, whatever. So um, I'll be fine. The flu the flu's not that bad. Okay. Here's how bad the flu is. The CDC estimates that influenza has resulted in between 9.2 million and 35.6 million illnesses. That it, it varies year to year. That's why there's such a huge range. Some years it's not as bad. Uh, between 140,000 and 710,000 hospitalizations and between 12,000 and 56,000 deaths annually since 2010. That's per year. Per year. The flu can kill you. It probably won't. But it can. And it does not discriminate. While, yes, in many years, the commonly uh, circulating influenza strains are more deadly for the very young, the very old and people with chronic illness. There are years. H1N1 is a good example. When healthy adults died from the flu. Healthy teenagers died from the flu. You can die from the flu. You probably won't. And I'm not saying this to heighten your anxiety, but a flu shot reduces your chance of dying from the flu. No matter how healthy or tough you are, it's not worth it. To say nothing of the other people. Again, herd immunity. Yes. Uh, (laughs) My doctor didn't have them in. Uh, So even if your doctor doesn't have them in now, they might have them in later. And as we've already said, you don't have to get them at your doctor's office. You can get them at a pharmacy. You can get them at the health department. There are health fairs in your community. Our hospital has health fairs where you can just come in and get flu shots all day. Just Google flu shots in whatever your hometown is. I guarantee you there are multiple places you can get it if you can't get it at your doctor's office. 
Uh, I like missing school slash work. <laughs> Here, can I handle this one? Yeah. This seems like I could, <clears throat> as a layman. Go ahead. Here's the thing, folks. Your employer does not, uh, unless, by the way, a lot of employer, I don't think we mentioned that in the cost section, did we? A lot of employers will offer it. Uh, yeah. So if it, check, because they check don't want you missing work. Because they don't yeah. want, want you missing work. But your employer, other than that, doesn't need to know if you get the flu shot or not. Fake it, folks. How much more fun is that going to be? So, oh, I got the flu. Oh, I'm pu- puking and poop. Oh, God, no. And then you stay home and play Assassin's Creed Odyssey for a week and you feel great. And you can order Geno's and like sure. kick it. And you're not going to actually have the flu. It's the best of both worlds. You know, what? I'm going to let that be. I'm actually the kind of person who I would advocate that if you need to miss work that badly, fake it for a week. I mean, you don't, don't, you don't need to miss work. You just want to miss work. Well, I mean, if you, I mean, like, seriously, fake it and get the flu shot. I'm, I'm actually in favor That's of that win, deception. Win, baby. I feel That's bad win, about win. being in favor That's of it. That's win-win lose. The lose is your employer. And but. you know what? If it's about school and you're a minor, your parents would rather you try to fake being sick or talk them out of sending you to school a day than you get the flu and risk your health and safety. Uh, inconvenience of time slash travel, mm. et cetera. I, I can help with this one a little bit. Uh-huh. I'm not kidding when I said it was five minutes at CVS. I filled out a form. They walked around the counter. We went in this little room. They jabbed it in my arm. I left. I mean, it was like nothing. Like, I even finished getting, a, after I told them I wanted the flu shot, I went and picked up a couple of things, checked out the register, took the groceries out to the car, walked back in, and uh, got the shot. I mean, it was it was an extra five minutes, literally. At, at most doctor's offices, it's a, it's that quick, too. Because, again, most places do not need an appointment. Unless you specifically want to discuss it with your physician, the, a, a doctor usually isn't involved in this. You just go say you want a flu shot. They have you fill out a little form, and then someone there gives it to you. Um, so it's very quick. The other thing is, if you end up one of the unlucky people who is hospitalized from the flu, that's a lot more inconvenient. A lot more inconvenient. A lot more inconvenient. And also the flu will knock you out for a while. So again, inconvenient. Um, I Also, by the way, <laughs> I, I looked this up while we were, uh, uh, you, we were talking about it. Um, you can actually get uh, the shot for 20 bucks at Costco. If there you, you want to save a few bucks, it looks like that is your, your cheapest option. But again, check out route. things like the health department and Planned Parenthood where you, there are places you may be able to get it for free. If you, I mean, really, I Googled free flu shots in Huntington and found that out. Uh, well, I mean, I knew it, but I wanted to see if you could get it by Googling it. Perfect. Uh, I have a bad slash weakened immune system. Um, I paired this with the next one. Uh, I have a great immune system. <laughs> I saw both the, these reasons for not getting the flu shot. Either I am worried because I get sick a lot and so I don't want to get the flu shot. I think uh, if you think about it and after everything I said, I hope you know what I'm going to say. You actually then should get the flu shot if you get sick a lot and you think you're more likely to get the flu you should get the flu shot you're Mm -hmm. somebody who needs it and there's no reason you can't there is nothing in the flu shot that is going to like because you have a weakened immune system make you sick it just doesn't work that way it doesn't work that way it doesn't work i can't say that enough it's just it's it's a dead virus it can't make you sick so if you think you have a bad immune system you should get the flu shot if you think you have a great immune system you should get the flu shot because no matter how infrequently you get sick the flu is a roulette you get the flu by being exposed to the flu virus and enough viral particles getting inside of you and making you sick that's it Mm -hmm. it's chance it's chance and exposure and it has nothing to do with how robust you feel like your white blood cells are it really (laughs) doesn't or how unrobust you think that they are it's just exposure and no matter i mean and most of us just have an immune system that isn't like weakened or unweak i mean it's just that's usually it is what it is, it is, what it is. you're just getting sick because you're getting exposed 
whatever you think of your immune system, you should still get the flu shot. Um, let's see. Next up, I have a family member who can't get it. More reason to get it. I saw this a lot. I don't people, that. Uh, people were concerned that if they got the flu shot, they could somehow, and they had a reaction, they could somehow make their family member sick. I bet that um, can't happen because it's, it's a dead virus. It, again, dead. one, you can't get sick from it, and two. It's actually the opposite. If you have a loved one who has, I think some specific mentions were like, my loved one has a lung disease, like a chronic lung disease, like COPD. And if they get sick, it's really bad. Even more reason that you need to get it. And if your family member is not getting it because they have asthma, COPD, or any other chronic lung disease, they actually should get it. Just talk to their doctor. I guarantee you their doctor wants them to get it. Um, If you're not sure, you can always ask, is it okay for me to get the flu shot? And they'll tell you. But if you have a family member who can't get the flu vaccine and is ill, more reason for you to get the flu vaccine. Uh, I don't trust the pharmacy <laughs> to give it to me. And all the doctor's offices are busy slash far away, et cetera. Uh, I thought this was interesting. It never occurred to me that a pharmacy might be seen as like a sketchy place to get a flu vaccine. It's because they roll their sleeves up. I think that makes is some that people nervous. Is? Sometimes the pharmacist rolls their sleeves up <laughs> and it's like, uh, Okay. I, I I really never considered this, but I will tell you that um, giving a flu vaccine, like the idea that there's a huge risk of like contamination or infection or it being dirty or something, it's 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 not. I mean, it could come in a vial that they're drawing out of with a syringe. Sometimes they come in preloaded Probably syringes. Preloaded. There's enough of them. There's a lot of preloaded like... syringes, so they're just they just open the package and and jab you. Um, and like the the pharmacists know how to do it just as well as the RNs, LPNs, MAs. I mean, physicians usually aren't giving flu shots. And folks, they're not looking for a vein. <laughs> they no. just pop it in there. They just pop it in the muscle. Honestly, at our office, a lot of med students give flu shots. I mean, if the patients agree, they ask. They say, I'm a, I'm a med student. Can I give you my flu shot? Um, I, I let the med students give me flu shots constantly. I let them do any immunizations on me because they need to learn. Um, you don't have to, but you don't want the doctors doing it. We don't give shots almost ever. We can. Like, I understand how to, but the nurses at my office... Way better because yeah. they do it all day Trust long. the pros. Those pharmacists <laughs> are given tons of flu shots. They know what they're doing. Yeah. You're fine. They're pros. Uh, they have been wrong in the past and the shot hasn't worked. Fair. We've been we've guessed the wrong strains in the past. Yes, that is a that is a fair point. But what I would say is we've also guessed the right strains in the past. We've also had years that the flu shot has definitely saved lives. Actually, probably every year the flu shot has saved some lives, some years more than others. Um, and even if we guess the wrong strains, sometimes you can you are still less likely to get fatally ill if you've gotten the flu shot, even if we guess the wrong strains. And why, you know, maybe we'll guess the right ones. I would say the flip side of that argument is more powerful. So if we guess the wrong strains, you got a shot you didn't need big deal. Uh, if we guess the right strains, we might save your life. Uh, I've never got one before, and I've never gotten the flu. <laughs> this is your car. This is your car wreck argument again, right? Again, yeah. If you if just because I mean, how many years do you drive around in a car before you say I don't need to wear a seatbelt anymore because I guess I'm fine? It doesn't make sense. No, I mean this could be the big year. I did. You know when I got the flu? When last year? Last year. Yeah, I've gotten a flu shot every year got the flu last year it was miserable it was miserable i never miss work and i had to miss work and it wasn't fun miss work it wasn't like cuddle up and read a book and eat chicken soup it was lay there in agony because i've never felt so bad miss work um i'm not around people a lot 
I I will give you some I'll give you some leeway on this one in that if you're never around anybody who has the flu, I don't know how else you'd get the flu. So that's fair. But maybe you will go around be go be around somebody. And at the height of flu season, it could be anywhere. You could make one quick trip out to the grocery store, to the movies, mm-hmm. to wherever, to the to the library. And that could be the moment that you're exposed. I mean, it's just it, it's that widespread by the height of flu season. Even if you leave your house once a month, it's still worth it. Maybe you have a great awakening and you decide you want to get out there more. Mm. You never know. Now you have to wait two weeks because you didn't get your flu yeah. shot. Um, let's see. I didn't know I needed it slash didn't know the season for it slash don't know how to find it i think we've covered i think we've covered that Uh, by the way flu season is october to april generally it can vary but october to april uh i've already had the flu well first of all there are a lot of viruses that can be like the flu so you may have had something that you thought was the flu and it wasn't there are tons of viruses out there that have similar symptoms so number one Unless you've actually been tested and proven to have the flu, you may not have. Now, let's say you were tested Which and also proven probably, to have I the flu. Which also, I think, folds into why people often think that the the shot has made them sick or given them symptoms. Because I've had, like, a weird virus we passed around mm-hmm. that I got, like, a week after the flu shot. So, like, uh, this is the time of year for these sorts of weird exactly. things. Exactly. This, the, this is the time of year for rhinovirus and coronavirus and enterovirus and every other virus out there that can make you feel lousy like the flu does. It might not have been the flu, too. Let's say that you did actually get tested and you did did absolutely have the flu you probably didn't have all three or four strains that the flu shot protects you against you still get protection from other strains of the flu than the one that you got it's still worth it to get the flu shot uh i was told not to get a live vaccine fair as i mentioned the nasal spray is a live vaccine and if for whatever health reasons you cannot get a live vaccine get the flu shot it's not uh they're just a way to make money uh, we lose money on vaccines. Our office loses money on vaccines. There is not a ton of money being made on vaccines. Look at the look at the expense of drugs. Like the flu vaccine wholesale is like I think worldwide like five bucks or something. It's pretty cheap in the in the grand scheme of things. There's a way to make money off drugs, and it's not vaccines. People are not making buku dollars off the flu vaccine. It's not a conspiracy. The government isn't behind this. A good indicator of that is if people are giving it away for free, <laughs> it's probably not a big profit center. Exactly. It's The interest uh, on my end as a doctor is keeping you and everybody else healthy. And from a public health perspective, it's avoiding a pandemic. <laughs> uh, getting the flu will strengthen my immune system. There is. OK, here is what getting the flu will do. You will create antibodies to that exact strain of flu that you have been exposed to. And if that exact strain of flu tries to invade again, you have antibodies against it already. Except that, as we know, the flu strain it changes every year. Every year, it's something different. So you your immune system is not inherently any stronger for having survived the flu. You've just made antibodies to that exact virus that you were invaded. That's it. So I, I found that kind of misconception that, like, you can strengthen your immune system by being exposed to more illnesses. No, you just have antibodies to those things. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't even necessarily confer confer lifetime immunity, depending on what virus you were exposed to. Uh, one that I thought was interesting said that I actually didn't right away know the answer to. Uh, somebody said that they uh, they didn't want to mess up their um, blood donation schedule. You know, they're on like that regular, I guess it's every eight weeks or whatever it is. 
you can donate, and they thought they couldn't donate if they got the flu shot. I read that, and I actually went and checked at the American Red Cross because I had never heard that before. And uh, there is no reason that if you've gotten a flu shot, you can't donate blood as far as their website, unless they're telling you something different when you go in person. The official word from the American Red Cross is that you can get a flu shot and still donate blood. They don't want you to be symptomatic of the flu when you donate blood. So if you if you come in with a fever or something, I, I don't think they'll let you donate blood. But um, the flu shot doesn't do that. So like the flu shot does not give you the flu. So I, I don't see any reason. They specifically say there's no contraindication to getting to donating blood after you've had a vaccine. Is it the needles thing? No, because no. It, it's generally accepted that, I mean, from shots, you just you, you're not being exposed to anything. Uh-huh. I mean, the the incident of the of like viruses being passed through blood transfusions and shots and things like that. I mean, it's almost nothing nowadays um, compared to what it was prior to our testing and the, you know, the rigorous procedures we use to screen blood products and everything. Um, Are there uh, any good reasons for not getting your flu shot? Here's a common one that that we used to have more caution and actually isn't one anymore, but I am allergic to eggs. Okay. I'm not, but that's a common um, excuse that I have heard we actually now say that even if you are allergic to eggs, you should get the flu shot. Um, if you have had an anaphylactic response to eggs in the past, you might want to consider getting the flu shot at your doctor's office, like at a, at a at a medical office instead of going to like the pharmacy or something like that. Okay. Or like at a health fair. Um, I would recommend that. I would say, you know, to my patients who are allergic to eggs, why don't you come into the office? We'll give you a flu shot. They used to recommend like watching you for 30 minutes. They don't even recommend that anymore. Because they've done a ton of studies and what they found that even in people who have documented allergies, documented anaphylaxis to eggs, they have not been able to find a case where they've had anaphylaxis to the flu shot. Um, there have been sporadic cases throughout the years that people have reported where maybe there was a connection, but studies have not ever been able to replicate that. So even if you're allergic to eggs, you can get the flu shot. Um. Uh, there are some people who said, I'm currently very sick. And yeah, if you are really sick right now, if you're hospitalized, if you are on medications and your doctor has said, I think that you should wait till you're better to get the flu shot. Well, sure. Just get it when you're better. We usually give it to people actually when we're discharging them from the hospital. So if that kind of gives you a, a perspective of what we think when you're first admitted and you're sick, we don't give it to you. But before you leave, we do give it to you. Um, Guillain-Barre. Guillain-Barre is an autoimmune reaction. So like your own antibodies are attacking, attacking the nerves in your body and it can cause paralysis. It's a temporary condition. It resolves and it can happen usually after um, viruses like uh, certain cold viruses or stomach viruses or certain bacteria like Campylobacter. There are different things that can cause it. But in 1976, they found some cases that seemed to occur after a flu vaccine. And theoretically, they thought maybe Guillain-Barre was connected to getting the flu vaccine. Um, since then, they've done they've done all these studies, and what they found is that at best, it may be one out of a million people who might have this reaction, and that's not even a hundred percent certain. We're still not sure that it actually was the flu vaccine, but it is theoretically connected. So, for people who have had uh, Guillain Barre within six weeks of receiving a flu vaccine in the past, if you personally have then we recommend caution. You might want to have a conversation with your doctor before you get the flu vaccine. It's actually not an absolute contraindication. It just means that you should talk to your doctor about it. Um, Now, I did make uh, the point that there were some reasons why, like, the live vaccine you might not get 
mm-hmm. the nasal spray. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the live vaccine, you can't get it uh, if you um, are a kid age two through four who has asthma. Okay. So asthma is a reason and kids that we don't give it. People who are immunocompromised, again, can't get a live vaccine. So like people with HIV or who are on medications that suppress their immune system. Pregnant people can't get the live vaccine. Um, if you have, um, oh, contacts or caregivers. This is where if you have somebody in your house who is immunosuppressed, somebody that you take care of or somebody that you're with every day who's immunosuppressed, don't get the live vaccine. Get the shot instead. Um and then the, the other thing for all vaccines, the only absolute contraindication to the flu shot, this is true for any of the flu shots, if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the flu shot. Yep. I mean, that's it. Yeah. So for the flu shot, the only reason that you absolutely cannot get it is if you've had an allergic reaction to the flu shot before. Barring that, it's at least a conversation with your doctor. And for the vast majority of us, it's not even that. You just get it. Um, I think the number one thing that you saw, and this is, uh, was people just said like they just hadn't. They were lazy. I think was the number one thing. Uh, that a you... lot of people said, and I mean, kudos for being honest. A lot of people said that they were just lazy or apathetic or just weren't going to bother. We hope, hopefully, by listening to this episode, you have seen a lot of the reasons why you know it is important. Uh, in the time that it took you to say. Email a beloved podcast about why you weren't getting the flu shot. You could have got your flu shot is maybe one thing I, you could have gone with. One of my favorite emails was actually someone who said that they started to type out all the reasons that they hadn't gotten it yet. And when they read it back, they realized that it sounded kind of lame and they went and got their flu shot. So, and I love that. Yeah, Thank you. Fantastic. So uh, do us a favor. Share this episode uh, uh, around. Help, help people to see that this is something really important. If you maybe were on the fence and you didn't get your flu shot, tweet us a, a picture. Let's see it. Hashtag flu shot hero. <laughs> Let's see those flu shots. And hey, if you're holding a copy of the Sawbones book in that picture, even better. Bit.ly forward slash the Sawbones book. It's available on Amazon now buy a bunch of copies just carry be carrying like 10 copies in your arm with the bandage right there if you are pro a lot of people said wanted to like preface with i am pro vaccine but if you're pro vaccine the flu vaccine is a vaccine it's just right in there it's It's right right in there with the the other ones i i'm as a doctor it's hard for me to see why it's so separate i understand all these reasons logically but for me it's all the same it's all there and together if you're pro vaccine this is a vaccine get it um please share this with people who are anti-vaccine or anti-flu vaccine maybe um because this is really it's a public health service it's for you and it's for everybody else and it's so important that you do it it's so it's one of the biggest things you can do for your fellow humans is protect yourself from disease so you don't make other humans sick it takes just a minute to do it's not that big of an inconvenience you're helping uh yourself hopefully and those around you who need protection the most you know it's basically like voting it <laughs> it's is ba- it's not unlike voting uh which which achieves all those things it's part of being a good citizen of the world and um we we trust that if you're a listener of our program you're a good egg and that is important to you so please go get your flu shot and uh you'll feel better or at least you won't feel worse Yes, hopefully. 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 No, not it's, hopefully. It won't make you feel worse, Sydney. We've just no, spent 45 no, no, no. minutes explaining what hopefully you feel, you'll feel Hopefully you'll feel better. I meant hopefully it will prevent the flu. You've I'm not going to promise people that it's going to prevent. It's just, it probably will. 
Okay, either one. Uh, it won't make you feel worse. It won't make you feel worse. It will make you feel like a better human. There you How go. How about that? Emotionally. It's, it's, I try to be very scientific here, uh, Justin. I don't want to... Getting the flu vaccine is great, and everybody should do it, but I, I'm i uh, not going to lie. I'm uh, gonna, I don't want to mislead. Okay, that's fine. I will. Uh, this is not a lie. We're part of the Maximum Fun Network. It is a network of beloved podcasts uh, that uh, care about you as much as you care about them. Maximumfun.org is the site for those shows. Uh, I did briefly mention the Sawbones book. Uh, you can get that at Amazon or uh, your favorite local bookstore. Please, if they don't have it, ask for it and uh, pick it totally up. But you can get... Uh, um, uh, <laughs> I just looked at Amazon to see uh, what they... If, 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 make sure the book is available. It is. You can buy it. And if you already have, please leave a review. Also, see, there's an audio CD of the Sawbones book for sale here. I'm not sure what that is. What? But uh, I don't know. <laughs> there's not an audio CD of the Sawbones book that I know of, so stick with the hardcover. Um Thank you so much to everybody who's bought that book and is tweeting pictures at us and leaving those reviews and, and everything. Thank you so much. That means the world to us. We Seriously, it's like, it's thank you so much. Uh, and uh, thank you to the taxpayers for the use of our song Medicines as the intro and outro of our program. And thank you to you for listening. We're going to be back with you in uh, uh, another week. Sorry we missed our, our Friday self-imposed deadline, but uh, we'll, hopefully we'll try to catch it next time. And uh, until then... Uh, Yes, that, that's the audio book, Justin. What? It's well, the audio book. It's on pre-order. Oh, okay. You can pre-order that the audio. We did. We, oh, we, we read did, it. Yeah, we did record we did the, the audio book. Yeah. It's just not out yet. Apparently, yeah. it's going to be on CD, which is wild. Okay, fine. It's an MP3, too. It's an MP3 as well. Yeah, it's pre-order. Um, so thanks. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Until next week, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.